I mean, I could talk to you about French people, but... I mean, I'm going to talk to you about French people. Yeah. Uh, but it's not all French people. Uh-huh. It's It can't all be about French people. Again, that's fine. <laughs> it can't all be. Um, yeah, why not? That French like, people podcast. We're not being endorsed by France. Like, do we have any French listeners? Um, I think one. One? I think one listen one time. <laughs> it isn't even consistent. Like, one person who was in France. Which I'm sure is Q because it was when he was in France. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. everything it wasn't everything makes sense. Wasn't even a Frenchman, it was a tourist. It was the love of my life. It was just a tourist. Uh this is hysterical history, broad perspective. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. Here we go. And here we go. Buckle up. Buckle up. Broncaroo. What? No, nope. that's not a word at all. I mean it could be a name. Nope. No. Don't you dare name your kid Broncaroo. That's the I, worst thing I've ever heard. It's not a human it's name. It's one of the worst sounds I've ever heard. Don't um, name your pet that either. What if it's a horse? No. People name their horses weird. Yeah, but not that. Not that? <laughs> no. Well, when you have a horse, you can name it whatever you want. Well. I think you should name it Napoleon, but you can do as you will. I would, and then I do the Napoleon point <laughs> to direct my horse where to uh-huh. go. It How is. would it know? It'll know, because we'll be bonded. Don't you usually, like, with your knees and your ankles? No. no with your hand. Point. Point. There, Napoleon. <laughs> Go. <laughs> It'll randomly take naps under tables and be afraid of cats. It's going to be a great horse. Uh, we got another email from our, our special Alexandra friend in Ohio. We did, and she sent us a whole bunch of topics, which is awesome. That's good. Um, but we wanted to, or at least I do, um, mention, uh, like if you have a cool story about history that you want to share, feel free to send that in. Of course. I kind of want people to send in like, I heard this. Is it true? Mm. Uh, as well. Sure. If you have historical questions that we could maybe answer. Mm Mm-hmm. Although, uh, just know that turnaround times are like a week at least, so we can't help you with your homework. Yeah. And homework's boring, so we don't want to help you with it anyway. Homework can be interesting, but rarely. Haley and I have different opinions. It's the difference between good teachers and bad teachers, or at least college and high school. Kate was talking to me about college stuff, right? And Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh man, I remember all the times I barely did anything in college. That was amazing. Don't tell her that. No. Don't. I'm so proud of it. <laughs> I know. I'm so, so proud of learning the system. So am I. Like, it's all about, you can write about whatever you want. And Kate needs it, because she yeah. keeps Stressing. writing a million pages, and I'm like, no, dude, you gotta just cut it down to bare bones. They don't really, <laughs> they don't really your, care that much. This isn't your doctorate program. You can do the bare right. minimum. She has, like, fine. seven pages, double space. She needs three, and I'm like, dude. No. And this isn't even, like, she already graduated institute. She doesn't need this credit. I'm like, don't even write this paper. Also, they're not going to, they don't want seven pages. No. Don't be the person that makes the professor start putting maximums on assignments. Have I told you when I was in my anthropology class? That, like, dreaming in the self class I was in, the Um, most hippie class I've ever been in. uh That was actually really interesting. Uh Um, She had it so we could write the questions for the week. Um, 
and write out our answers that people would like respond to, but we could collect them all in a paper, basically, um, instead of doing a, a test. In a paper what? Like as a as your paper to turn in instead oh. of your test. I thought in my head it was like an origami thing. No. You could collect it in a paper bowl. In a crane. In a in a boat. It to her. In a boat. A little airplane? No. You could, you could collect them all into one document, and then you could turn that in for your uh, essay, basically, so that mm-hmm. you didn't have to take the final. Or not the final. Well, I mean, all the tests. Um, and I was afraid of... I'm not good at tests, but sure. I'm good at papers. So yeah. I was like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And so what did I do? I wrote the... But you can't edit them from when you posted them to when you send them to her. Sure. She'll, like, check. Um, so I freaking wrote the crap out of those answers. <laughs> they were long as hell. Mm-hmm. And I turned those in. I'm almost positive she didn't read any of them because she gave me 100% every time. Yep. And I'm like, and they only got longer. And I think. <laughs> so it's almost she, spiteful. <laughs> she was just like, whatever. I can't read this. Do you, do you not understand? Do you not understand what this class is for? It's to not do a lot. Dreaming. No, she wanted you to do a lot. No. Dreaming in the cell. Producing a lot, but not do a lot as you produce. It was anthropology like 404. It was really high level. That's too high level to be talking about. You know what qualified me for that? Anthropology 101. Oh, man. Which I barely remembered. Whatever. Yep. Want to talk about history? I mean, that was kind of history. No, it wasn't. I mean, I got my degree in history, so everything to do with my homework is about history. No. No. Spin it around in your favor. Sure. What are we talking about, Haley? Uh, well, once again, we're not talking about Rasputin. Rah, rah, Rasputin. Lover of the Russian queen. Careful. <laughs> no, not even remotely close to impinging on any market of that uh, song. It's not good enough. It's a great song, though. You should look it up, everybody. We're going to talk about Dr. Phil. Doctor, I don't think that's true. Doctor Magic Phil mm-hmm. and the Russian Emperor mess. Sure. Yeah. The, right. Before Doctor Phil, there was an older, darker Doctor Phil. I mean, Doctor Phil's pretty old and dark. <laughs> I mean, Good. he's a white dude, but he's got dark. Inside Holy of him. crap! I just realized something. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! You're having a your hands and your hair. You're having a moment. Oh my gosh! Well, you'll find out. Okay. Oh my gosh, I just had an epiphany. <laughs> Live. Holy crap. <laughs> I wish you knew what I knew right I mean, now. I will eventually. I will tell you. Just get to it, dude. Gosh, it's like some we're going to steal the Declaration of Independence kind of what? like weirdness. Oh my and gosh. And we know where to find it. Well, the replica. The replica. It's in President Mountain. It's uh, right behind George's eyeballs, maybe. Anyway. Still vaguely working on Rasputin, uh, Russia's favorite big dick mystic. Okay. Oh, that's going to get bleeped, isn't it? I mean, I'll let it go, but (laughs) you got to watch yourself. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get grounded. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm not because of this guy that I heard about. Who's like Rasputin's spiritual successor. Hmm. Not successor. uh, Formresser? Former? Predecessor. Predecessor. Nothing to do with religion, though, so I don't know if it's spiritual. I just want everyone to know that Haley got an English lit degree. (laughs) I got a degree in history. Which you can tell, because I'm not talking about literature right now. Mm 
and I'm speaking, which is the literature major's one weakness. Oh, my only weakness. Ah, my only weakness. Speaking into a microphone. Speaking. In general. And words. Something to do with words. Words. Anyway. Not be your weakness. <laughs> anyway. So he's like Rasputin's heart predecessor. Not a sp- It's not religious. Okay. It's like... His, like, role. His role, his fire, earth, wind, water predecessor. Okay. With tell all me. their powers combined. Just tell me about you it. You can murder a royal family. <laughs> wow, that got really depressing. <laughs> I mean, uh, Captain Planet's already kind of scary. Yep. Mm. If you haven't lately, go watch an episode of Captain Planet. He is... He does not give anything. That cartoon doesn't age well. No. And um, Captain Planet's scary. <laughs> the whole premise is kind of scary. You know what? It's just, better if you just, just watch, watch the... the uh, what, where are they the from? Don, just watch Don Cheadle. Just type Don Cheadle, Captain Planet, and you'll find it, and you'll understand. But not the young ones, because there's cursing. Um, unless you like cursing. Nope. Nope. Not the young oh, ones. Okay. I'm going to be your mom. Okay. Anyway... Anyway, so this is during the reign of Tsar Nicholas II, his wife Alex, and their many children, uh, which is the same reign as the uh, Russo-Japanese War that Alexis covered. Yeah, which was a big failure. There were a lot of failures in Russia. In Nick's reign, a lot of bad things happened. Oh, Nicky baby, what Uh, happened? Bad everything happened. But this is before Rasputin. Like, I don't think Rasputin was even in St. Petersburg yet. This is sure many He's years ago. deep in whatever hole he crawled out of. His uh, village? Yep. Okay. <laughs> mm. I'm sure it was a hole. Okay. Anyway, so there's a little bit of <laughs> setting the stage. I'm sure it's uh, lovely now. I'm sure it's lovely. They have a little Rasputin museum there. Beautiful. They do. do they? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, there's I go. no other reason to go to that village. Is it in Russia? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, anyway. In Siberia. Oh, well. Don't. Oh, well. That's different. No. Okay. So, there are uh, two sisters from Montenegro, okay. Malitza and Anastasia, or Astana. And honestly, they deserve their own episode because they sound great. Mm -hmm. They're known as uh, the Black Princesses or the Black Crows or the Montenegrin Spiders. Or the Murder of Sisters. Or the Murder of Sisters. Um, They both married well-to-do Russian nobility in the extended Romanov family, so that's why they're in the story. I they, mean, I, I said with a yeah with an OK symbol, yeah. but now I'm like, oh, did you? You gotta go to Russia right now. Yeah, That's bad. Well, I didn't know. They ca- they, they kind of caused bad. they kind of caused it. Ooh, a little bit. I like them as as much as anyone in this causes anything. Cool. Uh, they were self styled experts in the supernatural in the occult. Nice. They were... Uh, Bring all those Montenegro cult feelings. Mm-hmm. They were... Shout out Montenegro. <laughs> all our listeners there. All none of them. All none of them. They love uh, witchcraft. Yep. they That's their one uh, number one export. Witchcraft. Is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. It's like You can Etsy. look it up on their Wikipedia page. <laughs> it's basically Etsy, but Montenegrin in nature. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft. Montenetsi. Montenetsi. <laughs> Uh, so they're 
they're like well read. Uh, Milica studied Persian and had an awarded diploma of Doctor of Hermeticism from the Advanced School of Hermetic Sciences in Paris. What are hermetic sciences? Ah, uh, it's like uh, like tarot is a hermetic science. Okay, so not real. It's, science? it's not science. It's like pseudoscience. A Kabbalistic, um, occult, supernaturally sciences. Okay. They should have called it studies, but they didn't know what science was because it's like the 1860s. Right. Um, the. Uh, Tsarina Empress Alexandra described uh, one of them as a prophetess. Uh-huh. Yes, they're very... And they were good friends. They had good relationships with the okay. uh, with Alexandra because they were, like, two I mean, of the she's few... she's into that stuff. Uh, yeah, because, like, everyone's into that stuff, but... Right. Um, she's real into it. And she's not, like, Russian. They, like, welcomed her when mm-hmm. she came. They're like, oh, yeah, welcome to Russia. We're from other places. Yeah, it's great. Foreigners here in this beautiful frozen wasteland. <laughs> so they uh, uh, they were close after she got married to Nicholas. And uh, later, the sisters were uh, the people that introduced Rasputin into court. Oh, good. Uh, Thanks, ladies. Yeah. And, and just to be completely clear, setting more setting of the stages, uh, this isn't a, a Russian thing of the occult, because there's, like, secret lodges and rituals and uh, everything just littered all over Europe, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of sitting in rooms with candles. It's in fashion. Uh, which I, yes, it's the fashion. The fashion of the day. Whereas in America, we burn those witches to the ground. Uh, yep. Whether or not we can even prove it. Burn them. Burn them all. We hate it. <laughs> uh, which I thought it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, we'll sit in a room and hold hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was one report from a group of Russian writers okay. who it wasn't um, just like a general continent-wide cult. It was more of a one of the Russian Orthodox Church uh, sects. Okay. Uh, but as they described it, they danced around in their apartment with the lights off, um, found a young musician boy off the streets who they symbolically crucified before slitting his wrists, draining his blood into a wine glass, and then drinking it. Then they all kissed Decided they'd had a good time, told each other they should do it again soon, and then the night was over. No word on what happened to that uh, musician boy. Well, clearly he's dead. They slit his wrists. I love that it's like, oh, we like joke crucify him, but we're actually going to slit his wrist and drink his blood. We are going to drink him, though. Also, he was Jewish, which I don't know if that's important. I mean, you know how it is for Jews in Russia. I don't personally, but... There, that's that's all the proof you need right there? Yep. I know because we left. Haley's Jewish, in case anybody <laughs> didn't know. The ones that lived, left. Bye! Sorry. Uh, this is the worst. Anyway, so this is all over. If you're not a peasant and you have some money and you're... Uh, especially if you're in the nobility, you're bored and you have too much time on your hands and you start like doing all this secret power of the universe nonsense. Right. Uh, and it's like holy seers and prophets and cults and schools of magic, and it's all kind of the same mm-hmm. thing. It's like 
vaguely religious because they're all into prophets and prophetesses and seers, but it's secular. Right. So the Advanced School of Hermetic Sciences, uh, Alexis is shaking her head, and I kind of am too. Not real, not uh, real. And it's not just the regular, it's the advanced school. Uh, but it's run by a Spanish-born French physician, hypnotist, popularizer of the occult, slash founder of the Martinist order that still exists. All right. Um, who went by the esoteric name uh, Pappas. He's not even who I'm going to talk about. Pappas. He's another person. Pappy. Uh, but he was apparently involved uh, in contact with Nicholas II, okay. Tsar of Russia. And, um, there was. They were kind of bros. Uh, he told Nicholas that he would use all of his magics to prevent the revolution from coming to Russia, but that it would only work if he was still alive. And then four months after he died, uh, all the Romanovs were murdered in their basement. Well, clearly I can draw a line from A to B, and I know what happened. Clearly, it was the magic. F and Pappas can't but- <laughs> live long enough. <laughs> he, it's his fault. But I was Doesn't on. Does he have any like <laughs> immortal magics to do? Guess not. All of his spells were only for the living. He wanted to make sure he wasn't killed. I think he died in World War One. Actually, he was like a medical doctor. What a crackpot! Yeah, but I that video I was watching when you walked in. Um, Tarot cards. A comment on it mm-hmm. uh, said. Is talking about Pappas. He warned the Tsar of Russia that the secret societies had joined forces to destroy his highness. He died, possibly of poisoning and possible spell casting, with those bent on taking over the world through their secret organization. I love YouTube. It's stupid. I love YouTube a lot. Anyway, this guy who runs the school... Yep. Introduces into the mix another mysterious French man mm-hmm. who's all over the salons and he's the talk of high society. Right. And this guy's at the center of everything. And his name is Philippe Nazir Vachot. His name is Dr. Phil. Dr. Dark Phil. <laughs> this is Dark Phil of the, the Dark AU. It's like on Tumblr when you do dark and the exclamation <laughs> point. Phil. Dark Phil. Dark Phil. Uh, and Phil is who we're going to be talking about. So he was born into the peasant class in 1849 in France. Mm. He apprenticed to his brother's, or his uncle's butcher shop and went to Lyon to study medicine. He never received a medical degree. Uh, Suspicious. Though it's not clear whether he left or was expelled. I could make a guess, but continue. Hard to say. Yeah. Uh, so I learned about this guy from looking at Rasputin stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went to his Wikipedia page, which is like an entirely different person. Hmm. And the reason why is that most of the uh, sources on the Wikipedia page are from his own biography, <laughs> his uh, his autobiography. Wow. Uh-huh. So those aren't biased at all. <laughs> They're not biased. In any way. Even a little bit. Nope. Like here, uh, let me read. Also, like you can't autobiograph your whole life, mm-hmm. right? Because you die. Right. It doesn't make sense. Uh, so it says, or where, where was the line? It's like, I'm really cool and handsome and popular. Oh, it says, he gained a reputation as a healer by the age of 13, is what uh, Wikipedia says. What does a healer mean? Um, Like, you place your hands on them and say, 
soul get back in the body, and then the dead rise up and oh, walk so he's, again. He thinks he's pulling some Jesus stuff. Yeah, it's okay. Jesus stuff. Uh, but this is all so Phil claims. Right. So Phil claims he had. Jesus. Th- yeah, since age 13, possessed rare gifts of healing and hypnotism and magic. Whereas. Whereas everyone else has to study for it. Well, I was going to say, whereas in, in one of the lost episodes, <laughs> uh, when I had about Joan of Arc, uh-huh. um, the claims about her being weird were from, like, her neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like, she said that she'd seen visions since she was young, but all of her neighbors were also like, yeah, she's been weird for a long she's time. She's always been weird. And then the mayor's wife was like, she's at that fairy tree, you know, mm-hmm. the one. She's always hanging out with the fairies. Yeah. When you said lost episodes, I thought you were going to talk about Lost. <laughs> yeah, on, the, on, on season two, <laughs> episode eight of Lost. You remember with Joan of Arc? Yeah, I remember Joan of Arc. Yeah. No, our lost episodes, the two that were lost. We've had more than two, but... I always think of those two. Yeah. Those two were the tragic ones. Yep, they were about our favorite ladies, and they just were terrible. And then we tried to re-record them, and it wasn't as good. Nope. Um, Someday when we have guests, though. Yeah, when we have guests. Uh, so he he quits school because he wants to start building up his uh, his his magic learnings. Cred. His cred. Yeah, he opens up a laboratory and starts accepting patients. Oh, One of gosh. his treatments uh, used something called psychic fluids and astral forces. No. Mm-hmm. No. It's uh, like freaking people with crystals. They're going to yeah. put your feet. It's crystals. F and... No. We don't want crystal people calling in angry. I'm fine with it. We don't have a number. Hopefully we don't have any crystals. Go ahead and try to call the red <laughs> phone on the desk right now that doesn't exist. Uh, anyway, he submitted a paper called Principles of Hygiene Applicable in Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Infancy to the University of Cincinnati, AO, Ohio. Hey. Um, but that's like the only thing they ever mentioned that he did professionally. This makes me a little bad or mad because I talked about such a competent, capable, wonderful groundbreaking French doctor. And now we're talking about this sack of crap. <laughs> He's not even This a is hundreds of years later, and mm-hmm. he just, like, sucking real yeah. hard. So he presents that paper in 1884, um, and in recognition, the university conferred a doctorate of medicine on him. You are the problem. No, no European institution would give him a degree. They're like, you're not even allowed inside. Of course not. Don't do it. Anyway, so... Monsieur Phil becomes known across... Not to be, like, rude, but oh, he oh. got a degree from Cincinnati, Ohio. Come on, that's where that's where our fans are from. Yeah, but that's not where our major universities are that have, like, legitimate cred throughout the country. University that's of just, Cincinnati. Yeah, see, and it's not even a University of Ohio, is Cincinnati. it? It's of a city. That's Those aren't real. Like, they're... Those aren't real. They're schools, but not, like, of renown that mm-hmm. you would send something to and you seem cool. Mm-hmm. Like maybe at the time he's like, oh, it's I, from America, and maybe that's cool. Anyway, that's why I call it's like him Harvard. That's why I call him Doctor Phil because he does have a doctorate. It's not Yale. He has a couple doctorates actually. Oh my gosh, they're all honorary. Obviously, put him in jail. <laughs> I'm uh, sick of him already. Okay. Continue. So he becomes known throughout all of France, and he he gets a lot. He gets a pretty big fan base. In the upper classes. Ambrose Every, is rolling in his ev- grave. Everyone is raving about how charming he is and Rose how... Is crying from heaven. How handsome he is. But you saw his picture. He's not handsome. He's got, like, a huge mustache. Ugh. 
and like nasty eye bags. He looks like is it Grover Cleveland who has the big? A little bit. He kind of looks like Grover. He's not quite as chubby as Grover. He Cleveland. looks like someone named Grover. Yeah, that tells you how handsome he is. <laughs> Ayo, slamming all those Grovers <laughs> out there. Uh, so there's a tale of one of his seances in 1900, I think. Okay. On the anniversary anniversary of the execution of King Louis the Sixteenth, uh-huh. where Doctor Phil called forth the king's spirit, and a head dripping blood appears in the air and then vanishes, which I think is the most solid evidence that he's a sham because no spirit of a French king is gonna just appear like he's. A trained puppy. Especially at Louis the Sixteenth. No, when a peasant summons him. Hell no. Hell no. Louis is Louis the Sixteenth is never going to set foot in France again, even no. as a ghost. He's what? like, this place sucks. A peasant called me. Hell no. Yeah, freaking effing peasants killed me, man. No way I'm setting foot they in cut, here. They cut my dang summoned head. me in England. Cut my dang head off. Yeah, clean off. Just and just his head shows up. It's not like it stays severed in the eternities. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe France has its own hell. Oh, wait. who Remind me, who wrote these things? What are all these sources from? Who are they from? Oh, my gosh. These are from all over the place. But the, but they're from Dr. Phil himself, you said? Uh, some of it was. Uh, a lot of it's from, like, letters that people are writing who were at these seances. Mm. So they're not super... Uh, I wouldn't trust them either, but sure. Yeah, some of it's from a lot of it's from letters. Some of it's from newspapers. Uh, the main one is uh, uh, the book on Rasputin that I'm reading, and the list of sources is like 30 pages. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but I'll so get it's a reputable book. Uh, yeah, it's a reputable book. But I'll get you guys, and it uses like first-hand sources. Mm-hmm. So. But you'll see that in sources when primary we, sources when we um, get them stories. get them to you. Anyway, through one of the people at that séance, Phil meets the Black Princesses. Sweet, they become acquainted. Uh, he helps with like one of their migraines, and one of them, their son's sick, and he like heals them all magically. His magic hands. Uh, they're so impressed that they're like, Dr. Phil, you have to come back to Russia and meet the czars and, like, become part of the family. And so he does. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick- because <laughs> France is getting fed up with him. Yeah. He, oh, my gosh. It doesn't really mention this in the book that I'm reading, but apparently uh, Phil had friendships with prestigious members of many European courts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tsar Nicholas II, the King of Italy... Austrian Emperor Franz Joseph I, German Emperor Wilhelm II. Really? Uh, King of the United Kingdom at the time, and a bunch of early 20th century esoteric uh, occult people. But he's he's all over the place. They, they're eating it up. They can't get enough of him. They love that Dr. Phil. That's stupid. That Dr. Phil. I'm so disappointed in these people. Uh, From less than 200 years ago. <laughs> Still, uh, like it's any different when people are like, these crystals healed me. This special powder sure, healed but most me. people are like, that's BS. And at this time, I feel like it's like 50-50. I don't know. Like when I think about all the weird health crazes that are around, which, which sure. is all just to like keep you pure. What does that mean? It's all a spiritual thing, to be yeah. fair. Anyway, 
Dr. Phil meets the czar. Oh, no, it's fine. I have a lot of opinions about him. Phil? All of them are negative. All of them? Who? Phil? Yeah. Oh, I mean, me too. They're not good. That's why I like calling him Dr. Phil. Sure. Because uh, they're the same person. Makes me a little sex. My dad's name is Phil. Oh, no, this is Dr. Uh, Phil. Love you, Dad. <laughs> uh, so in his diary, Nicholas II mentions their first meeting, and he calls uh, Phil the remarkable Frenchman. Uh, Phil stays in Russia for three months mm-hmm. and then returns for another trip in the summer, and their majesties meet him the day he gets back. Like, the day he's there, they're, like, meeting him at the train station. And they spend the whole evening with him and the black pr- princesses and the princesses' husbands for hours. For hours! There's tales of them, uh, like, introducing him to their daughters, and then they pray together in the bedroom. They're already calling him our friend. They're seeing him literally every day until he leaves. Why does in the bedroom make it so creepy and terrible Cause sounding? Because they're, they're banging him, right? They I mean, have they've, to be. They've got to be. Praying in the bedroom. <laughs> right. Nicholas was especially taken with him because he said all the nice things that Nicholas wanted to hear about how he was a good ruler, probably. Uh, is he married, Dr. Phil? Does he marry Dr. Phil? No, is he married? Oh, um, yes. Yes. When he's just running around other countries? Yeah, when did he... He married... uh, Let me see. uh, Gives her... Oh, 1877. So, yeah, he's married. He's married. Uh, But, I mean, when the Tsar of Russia says, Hey, you want to... This is like a two-for-one, we accept guests. Are you going to say no? Sure. You're going to say, Yes, please. I mean, I would say I feel bad for his wife, except she also, like, I'm sure gets to reap some benefit out of the money, and she doesn't have to see him, so that's kind of nice. Uh, So, on one visit, when he's visiting uh, the royal family, Mm -hmm. they leave a theater performance at intermission. Okay. uh, Because they just had to see him. Uh, And then they ended up missing the rest of the show because they just sat and talked with him until 2.30 in the morning. It's like they're 16-year-olds yeah. who are dating. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like they're all dating the one guy. They've got to be really banging weird. him, right? How are yeah. they not? No, that's... How are they not banging him? That's definitely... They're definitely banging him. So It's a weird desperation for him that's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets to the point where Nicholas starts inviting him to public ceremonies, like a review of the troops oh. and ceremonial marches. He's the highlight of their day every day uh, when Dr. Phil has to leave again because he's, he's got other royals to bang, apparently. Sure. Other uh, courts to be in. Yeah. There's a Wilhelm in France. <laughs> Which nothing, nothing good happens to literally any of these people, by the way. It's a bad time to be banging all of the people in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nick, Maybe right? because of Dr. Phil. I think it might be because of Dr. He Phil. Is a curse. There is one linking thing in all of them, and it's Dr. Phil. Who's, uh-huh. who's to say? Uh, so Nick writes in his diary that when Dr. Phil leaves, they feel like they've been orphaned at home. And oh it's so, gosh. it's strange not to see their this friend like in the house anymore. <laughs> the weirdest, like, creepy, codependent. <laughs> Bull crap I've ever heard. And it happened so fast. It's only like a year or two. Right. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Uh, like, Al- I've been infatuated with people, but dear Lord. Alexandra writes to her husband 
mentioning Phil when uh, Nicholas is off in Germany trying to get support in the Far East. Oh, for um, yeah, the Russo-Japanese War? For like the, the, yeah, for all the mess there. And all Europe laughs at you. And all of Europe laughs. Ah. Uh, but she writes, My thoughts and prayers will be with you the whole time, and I know this is also true for Mr. P. Philippe. Oh my gosh. And this alone comforts me for what else the separation would be too horrible. Don't forget, Saturday evening around 10.30, all our thoughts shall take flight for Leon. How rich our lives have become since we met him, and it seems that everything has become much easier to bear. They're crazy. They're kind of, yeah. Is he drugging them? What's (laughs) happening? Alexis is just like swirling in her chair, yelling. I don't understand. Uh, when Nick, he's traveling, you know, in the continent. Yeah. He meets up with his wife, uh, and he's traveling with the French president. Hand her a briefcase of money. Yeah, pretty much. He's traveling with the French president, and Nicholas II tries to convince the French Minister of Foreign Affairs to grant Phil a medical diploma. And everyone involved, except for Nicholas, is shocked because he's a charlatan, and why would you ever do that? Why would right. you? Well, so Nick is traveling with the French president? Uh, or, yes. Okay. Yes. Because I was like, why is Nick with, or not Nick, Phil. why is Phil with the French president? No. And everybody's surprised. See, I love that France knows what's up. They're like, this hack? This isn't normal. It's weird that you brought it up, and it's weird that you're so passionate about it. Right. He's like, no, he needs a medical degree. And he's like, no, he doesn't. He's what? He's a charlatan, and everyone knows it. He's terrible. What are you talking about? So they they We like that he's not here most of the time. (laughs) The only reason it's fine is that you just take him and he goes away. Yeah, because everybody else keeps wanting him around, because we don't. Right. At this... Thank you, France. Right. At this point, it's becoming very clear to everyone that uh, it's not just some entertaining diversion of, uh, you know, sparks in a dark room and making heads appear in the room... Uh, they're having, like, private, important discussions and prayer sessions and requesting things of French presidents. It's, like, it's too much. Yeah. They're they're using him to, like, share the burden of ruling instead of just, like, having him there as an, an amusement. Yeah. Uh, They've, they drank the Kool-Aid mm-hmm. real good. And he is just lapping it up. He's starting to give his thoughts on, like, economic and political structure and how Nicholas should resist. Maybe you should just give me your crown, Nicholas. Basically, he's like... Call me in charge. It's fine. (laughs) He he keeps... I know it's really stressful. ...telling Nicholas, like, you can't give in to the peasants' demands. You have to remain strong. If you put in any kind of constitutional rule, it's going to destroy Russia and you are just destined to become this amazing czar of the East, oh. who's going to be just fantastic. I'm glad we have someone to blame yeah, for so Russia's terribleness. Uh, Thanks, Dr. Phil. It's Dr. Phil. Uh, and then he gets involved in Alexander's pregnancy troubles. Because mm. at this point, she still hasn't had uh, her son. It's too bad Nostradamus isn't still alive, dear Lord. Uh, yeah. They just, they just have, you know that right about uh-huh. her, him and Catherine de Medici. Mm-hmm. That she didn't have kids for ten years, and then he did some voodoo magic, and then she had like ten kids. Mm-hmm. When she she's like thirty, that's, that's too many kids. That's so many. And like when you're so old, mm-hmm. you know, especially at the time, because that's in like the 1500s. Yeah, either they weren't her kids, or it wasn't her husband. No, that definitely 
like, was her kids with her husband because those kids had, like, the royal genes of sickly death. Oh, of course. And she wasn't royal, so I had to get from somewhere. Uh, anyway. So, one of, I mean, luckily, thank goodness, one of Dr. Phil's powers is to know the gender of the fetus by, like, taking hypnotic passes over her yep. stomach. Touching region. her stomach and other some, places on her body. Some sure. mix of astronomy and boob fondling, yep. I guess. Probably. Uh, he takes up residence. Well, you in, know, because if the left one's bigger than the right one. Yeah, it's all to do with, like, boob weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts living near the palace in a house. Uh, and I'm uh, sure they built just for him. Yeah, and he definitely, like, convinces her that she's pregnant with the male heir and tells her, tells her to keep it secret and, like, not tell any of her doctors and not let anyone examine her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, because he's wrong. Yeah, but between, like, the royals and their closest friends, that's, like, all anyone in the palace can talk about. Of course. Of course. He's going to get out into the papers. Right, and the next time they meet, Alexandra is uh, pregnant, they think. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, like, stopped wearing a corset, and she's coming along. Phil visits, and they stay up until 1 a.m. again, just talking. She needs to sleep. If you're you, pregnant, you need to sleep. Y'all need to sleep. Y'all need Jesus. Sorry, we're drinking. Ding! <laughs> uh, so by the, we, just me. by the spring of 1902, mm-hmm. members of the Romanov family and the imperial court have all started talking. Everyone, it's a bad year in Russia. Everyone knows, and it's all bad. The state secretary had heard rumors... Uh, from a reliable source, he says, sure. that their majesties had uh, been completely bewitched by an occultist from France. I mean, that's true. That's kind of true. Who told them? France? Did they call? Mm-hmm. The French president's like, hey. He heard uh, that Phil would conduct seances for Nicholas and Alexandra, at which he would summon spirits. Who are they summoning? That's my question. Here we go. Most often that of Alexander III, so that he could tell his son how to run the country. Oh, so his dad. Yeah, they took the you're in a cult, call your dad to its logical conclusion, but in the exact wrong way. Right. They're in a cult so they can call their dead dad. Yeah. It's not like, you're in a cult, call your dad. That's it's like, like you're, uh, you're in a cult, call your dad. Nikki, that's so depressing. It's so depressing. He's like, Daddy, what do I do? And then instead of his dad it's telling so him, it's just this weird Frenchman telling him because right. he controls what's happening in the room. Of course. And he'll pretend to be possessed by his spirit, and then he'll do exactly whatever he wants. But Nicholas's mom is still around. The Dowager Empress. Right. And she's like, this is nonsense. Yay. Uh, y'all need, you need the Orthodox Church, but right. actually what she does is you need to uh, get the palace commandant to look into Phil's back history. Thank goodness. Uh, and the commander handed over to the palace secret police, who reported back that Dr. Phil was a, quote, dark and suspicious character, a dabbler in black magic, and a Jew. Oh, the worst of all. With ties to, like, the Grand Lodge of Israel Alliance something something. Um, The rumor goes that when Nicholas saw the reports, he tore them up, and he threw them on the floor, and he stomped on them, and then ordered the investigation over. He threw a fit. And, yeah, he threw a fit. He's like, no, this is my boyfriend. And then he... How dare you say these? He's not a Jew. I would know. I would know. I know a Jew. Uh, and then he had the. <laughs> He's <invest-> not uncircumcised. <laughs> I 
know. I would know. Uh, and then he had the investigators fired in under 24 uh-huh. hours. That's the rumor anyway. Bye. The only sane people. Oh, yeah. Bye. Uh, from the other side of the family, uh, in July, Alexander's sister, Ella, visited and tried to talk to her about uh, Phil being just scary and having a terrible reputation. Right. Um, and uh, Alex doesn't listen. Of course, she writes to Nicholas, um, who's on his way for more talks with Kaiser Wilhelm of Germany. Says, it's dreadful letting you go all by yourself, knowing what troubles await you, but our dear friend will be next to you, and he will help you answer Wilhelm's questions. I'm a little sad I share, like, a name with these people, because all the people named any form of Alex in this are just dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. Russian policy is being dictated by a French magician. See, the worst part of this to me is that the French know it. I mean, everyone knows it I in, know, in a but way, like, but yes. But some of the other politicians think that he's legit too, mm-hmm. right? He's going off to see Kaiser Wilhelm. Like, France is just like, what is wrong with all of you? You're freaking crazy. And every time someone, like, even if someone can make a claim that, like, hey, I don't believe him, he can be like, you saw him last week. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Also, remember Alexandra's pregnancy? Mm -hmm. Uh, She uh, hadn't been getting bigger for months. Yep. She's not pregnant. Uh, She's not pregnant. Yeah. She started wearing a corset and gained some weight. They had to put out a statement citing a miscarriage to uh, save face. It's crazy when miscarriage is saving face (laughs) because you weren't pregnant at all. You weren't pregnant. You'd already, like, started sending out announcements. Right. Uh, This is what my baby shower is. She's embarrassed and, like, shamed, but she finally has to tell the Dowager Empress and the other family members the truth, and the family's just completely out of patience. Right. Uh, Nicholas's mother and his sister come to the palace to try to get answers about what's been going on. Uh, Because madness. Yeah, and a lot of what's being said is not true, because uh, there are even bigger rumors than what he's actually doing. Right. Uh, there are rumors that uh, Dr. Phil's been attending meetings of uh, the Council of State, that okay. Nicholas was sending instructions to his ministers based on Phil's advice, which, in light of uh, the czar's own words, might actually be true. Mm-hmm. Um the state secretary found out about the false pregnancy ordeal, and he he says it's just shameful, And but it's sad. It'd be almost funny if it wasn't so sad. Right. Uh, but the, the royals themselves aren't worried. They still have complete faith in Phil's ability to predict the future. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's already been wrong. He's Clearly already, proven he's, wrong. He's already been wrong. Um, Alexander's older sister, Ella writes to the Dowager Empress. So they're like the whole family's like writing to each other like, what do we do? This is terrible. Right. Uh but they're specifically we should just totally stab Caesar. We should almost. Kind of in a way, but they're worried that everyone's gonna stab the Tsar instead. Right. because uh, it's getting to that point. Tsar comes from the same word as Caesar. Mm-hmm. Uh they're worried that um the royals interest in meeting interesting people has gotten to the point where uh, it's, like, there's kind of an air of secrecy about it, even though they, they're like, no, everything's out in the open. It's like, no. It's not. Uh, 
God forbid any of these meetings should be taken on even the slightest hint of being secret. Uh, this is what she's writing. Because uh, it could have fatal consequences, is what she writes. She's oh, like, gosh. she's very worried. She's very worried. That, is this the sister or the mom? This is the sister. So she's really worried they're going to kill her brother. Uh, she, we're her sister. This is the sister of Alexandra. Oh, Alexandra. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's worried they're going to kill Alexandra and Nick. Yeah. Okay. I mean, royals have died for less, so... And uh, she's right, but just not about this guy. Yeah. It's going to be the next one. They have a pattern. And they, they're completely aware that, like, the pregnancy thing is just powerful suggestion, even if the, the czar and Tsarina aren't aware of it. Sure. Uh, and they're like... Everything's they're completely under its influence, and we look like idiots. Right. Uh, and by the autumn, I think this is still 1902. Uh, Once again, a very bad year. Very Russia. bad year. Uh, word of Dr. Phil has spread beyond the palace and the royals and is out into the public. It's and very it's bad. public knowledge now. Very bad. The Russian journal Liberation, published in Paris... Uh, and Stuttgart ran a story in October on how Dr. Phil had become so powerful that uh, the czar wouldn't do a thing in court unless he had Phil's approval. Uh, and the, the French president is reading it and either cackling or just sighing. Just sigh. Just sighing. I mean, he might be cackling. It's pretty funny. It's it's funny if you don't know what happens. It's also... Well, yeah, and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. But it's amazing, like... I didn't know about any of this. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how bad these, like, few years of PR are for Russia and Europe. Because, mm-hmm. wow. Because, wow. Because you know that's not staying just in France. If they're published right. out in France, it's in every European mm-hmm. city there is. And uh, Germany. Stuttgart is in Germany, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's it's in every European city. Yeah. And then there's the whole thing of sinking fishing boats mm-hmm. because they think they're Japanese people. And wow. Uh, and it's like you're... Haley's turning the light Sorry, on. Sorry, turning the light on. It's got dark in here. It's the Dr. Phil. Dark. Dark. Dr. Dark Phil. <laughs> but like, wow, does Europe look like a piece... Or not Europe. Uh, Russia look like a piece of trash to Europe. Russia's being governed by a man who claims to be able to call forth the souls of the dead and make the empress pregnant by way of psychological treatments. And whose soldiers think that Japanese U-boats are hiding in the, like, Norwegian Sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Also, they're spending all this time with this occultist when, uh, it's like, you got a country to run. Oh, you're in the middle of a war. You're in Maybe a war. pay attention. Uh, you're, like, 10, 12 years away from World War One. You need to, like, figure out your crap. A war across the world. Right. You have to sail all the way around the world to get there. It's terrible. So, uh, so that, your boats just give up? That, that Russian journal was banned in Russia uh, because of what it said. But copies were smuggled in, obviously. And sure. people... Uh, so wait, like every, Russian people are writing it, yeah. but they're like sending it out of the country to be published and then sneaking copies back in? Um, it might just be that issue that was banned. Sure. Uh, but it I says mean, that's pretty dope. It says though. Russian Journal Liberation. It could just be that it was published in those cities and they had to send it. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Information finds a way. Finds a way. Uh, Nicholas received a letter from the great holy man of the day, John of uh, Kronstadt, telling him to break it off. Who is this? He's like uh, the leader of the Russian Orthodox or something? 
I think he might just be like another holy man. Because obviously they don't care what the Pope says. Yeah, he's in the Russian Orthodox uh, Christian uh, Church. Right. Member of the Synod. He's probably a pretty high dude. Pretty high dude. Yeah. They all look the same. Sure. They all just have slicked back hair and giant beards. That's, uh, that's what's in fashion. It's it's silly and it's sad and putting your trust it's, in it's this the, man is dangerous and you need to stop. Right. It's the equivalent of the Pope yelling at any Catholic country. Kind of. You need yeah. to stop doing this. Uh, this is bad. You need to stop. Uh, they're saying out there even worse than almost is that uh, this guy has turned Alexander against the Orthodox Church oh. and that he's making your faith waver is what they're saying. And the right. commoners are even worse. They're saying that a foreigner, foreign nation has sent a sorcerer to mind control the empress and poison her womb. <laughs> Once again, friends, is like, lol. <laughs> we won't even let that guy in here. We won't let him in. And yeah, it's ridiculous. It's we not send him to you. Nicholas begged for him. And it's not... Yeah, and like this guy's getting around to like Italy and Germany and England. England. He's all over the place. Austria, right? Um, you said France. Yeah, Germany and and Austria. What was it? Austrian emperor and German emperor. Yeah, yeah. Dear Lord. And Austria's the shiz right now. Not for long. Yeah, about that. Uh, but it's ridiculous. But what if? They're still like, what if our enemies get hold of this and use it against us? It's like, they don't even need to. You're doing it yourself. But well, Alex, they already yeah. have it. They already, they they already, already have it. Know. They already know. But Alexander in particular is very staunch about not, uh, not listening. Honey. Uh, mostly just because in her she mind. told you you were pregnant and you weren't. Her, her private life is her private life and sure. not anyone else's. So she's like, this is just what I'm doing inside my own home. It's not your business. It's like, that's not how it works when you're empress. Yeah, that doesn't work when you're royalty. You don't have a private life. Where is she from? Uh, England. Queen Victoria is her grandmother, I think. Okay. Yeah, no. Doesn't she know from Queen Vicky? She should. Vicky's life is completely on display. Yeah, also, 100%. Victoria's like, oh, don't marry that Russian guy. Please don't. Your life's oh. going to be terrible. And it was. Of course, because Vicky knows what's up. Mm-hmm. She tried so hard. But at some point, Nicholas uh, does take the advice. They don't really know, like, when or why exactly, but he realizes that it's bad. It doesn't last because of Rasputin, but... uh, And he has to send send his his boner friend away and not not talk about him again. Why do you have to call him that? So Phil has to go. The Majesties are in tears when he leaves, of course. Uh, But here's, here's the kicker. Phil left uh, the empress with a little secret message of hope. And he says, be calm, your majesty. Another friend will come and he will protect you when I am no longer here. Which she takes as prophecy. And that message gets out. Uh, Grand Duke uh, Constantin wrote in his diary how it was said that uh, Dr. Phil's mission is drawing to a close that soon he will die and will reappear afterwards in the circle of friends in the guise of another man. What nonsense. Um, before I'm like, oh, it's Rasputin. But now I'm like, it's Dr. Phil. That's why. It's Dr. Alexis. It's Dr. Phil. He reincarnated as Dr. Phil. 
Dr. Phil is oh, Dr. Phil. current Dr. Phil. Current dark Dr. Phil is new Dr. Phil. <laughs> Alexis. I was so confused because you were using the same name twice. <laughs> that I was like, no, he died, Haley. No, he's dead. That's why I'm like, holy crap. I see. The prophecy came true. But way too late. He's not in Russia. But way too late. He's not in Russia. <laughs> but, you know, the Romanovs are gone. So. And, yeah, so everyone hoped they learned their lesson and forgot Phil. Uh, after Phil was gone, it became uh, almost like a running joke that um, all the pretenders started appearing at Russian court. Like, everyone wanted to be the new Dr. Phil. And they finally got the new Dr. Phil, and it was Rasputin. And everything was okay, and nothing went wrong forever. Rah, rah, Rasputin, <laughs> lover of the Russian queen. I can't believe this is real. Me neither. I didn't know anything about this till you told me that you were researching pre-Rasputin, Rasputin. Right? Like... Who would make that mistake Rasputin twice? Rasputin 1.0. And they were Rasputin's Rasputin 2.0. They were even worried that, like, people are going to start, like, trying to murder you if you keep this up because they don't think your country is your country anymore. Right. They're like, that's I silly. Mean, at least the new one's Russian. That's true. When they got Rasputin, they're like, this is a great uh, improvement. Compromise. Yeah, compromise. Look, he's, he's holy and he's Russian. He's holy. Oh. He's Brother Grigori. Mm-hmm. He's he's all about God. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the Orthodox Church would agree with you. <laughs> Actually, they um they tried to make Rasputin a saint in like 2004. What? 2008? Why? Um because Russia is like a pendulum and it swings back and forth wildly. What? They they did canonize the Romanov family. Why? I don't their saints aren't real. <laughs> uh, they I didn't. Mean, they didn't manage to get Rasputin canonized because they couldn't uh, discover uh, equivocally whether he was like drunk or like a womanizer or not. But some. I mean, I'm sure he was. Some offshoots did, so he is a saint in some oh uh, Russian Orthodox. That's so stupid. Sects, yeah. Like. Not that I think I'm Mormon, so, like, we don't have saints, and I don't really understand them, really, because I've always been Protestant. Mm-hmm. Protestants aren't really into saints. It's a very Catholic thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, at least the Catholic Church is canonizing, like, Joan of Arc. Yeah. Like, this douche. It's very interesting. Although they did burn her at the stake, so I'm like... They did... Burn her a little bit. It really sounds like a sorry, like mm. 600 years late. Yeah, we did that. Even though they like reinvestigated, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Save it for my episode about Joan of Arc. <sighs> yeah, talking about Rasputin at all is talking about Russia itself. But that's um, one of the things people that used to be the greatest enemy of the state become saints instead of just like, oh, maybe it was just like a normal human person. They're like, no, right. they've got it. They're a saint or they're a, they're the worst enemy that has ever happened and we have to murder them. It's like Lenin. Just like Lenin. I'm going to talk about Lenin sometime. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to talk about Lenin. I like Lenin. Mm-hmm. I know. And I like that Russia doesn't know what to do about Lenin. <laughs> I mean, at this point, he's like... I mean, you Don't can't. Talk about it. Okay. I'll talk about it. I love talking about the problem of Lenin. I know. It's like it's like Russia's whole problem, I think, just in their whole situation. 
Mm-hmm. It's like they have so many figures and they don't know what to do with them in the like great long span of time. Well, it doesn't help when you do Lenin. When you do Lenin like Lenin. Can you imagine if they right. did if any country did that to all their famous people? I mean, it's not even all their famous people, it's just Lenin. Yeah, it it could just be Lenin. Can you imagine if they did it with Stalin? Let me read you uh, Dr. Phil's Wikipedia article now, or at least some of it. Not not just some of it. Okay. Because it's it's almost like it's for a different person. Sure. Uh, And, of course, all of these are from his autobiography. Yeah, which is Uh, filled with lies. He treated thousands of people without asking money or anything except some efforts to do good to others. Yeah. After his death, uh, it has been discovered that... Dr. Phil was paying the rents of 52 families too poor to afford housing. That can't be true. After this discovery, his faithful disciple and successor, uh, Jean Chappas, continued to pay all rents until he himself uh, died in 1932. Mm-hmm. Also, Jean uh, was brought back to life from the dead by Dr. Phil and proceeded to be his, uh, his undead zombie assistant for the rest of his life. What does that mean, that he brought him back from the dead? Let me tell you the story. This is straight from Wikipedia. Please. Uh, Sean Chappas was the closest disciple of Dr. Phil, Dark Phil. In 1870... Can I see his name? Uh, okay. Were you going to slap me down if I wasn't pronouncing no, it right? No, I was just curious. Okay. Disciple of... They even call him Master Philip, or Master Philippe. I'm going to say Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you don't get sued. It's better that way. Uh, in 1870, uh, Phil would have saved the life of Jean Chappas. I'm not sure why it's phrased that way. Anyway, um, da, da, da. Jean-Baptiste Ravier, a close disciple of Dr. Phil, reported the resurrection of Jean Chappas by Dr. Phil as follows. After Jean had been declared dead by two physicians, and just before the burial, Phil was brought into the house of the deceased, filled of family members and friends. On entering the room of the deceased, where John Chop- or Jean Chappas was dressed for burial, Dr. Phil tried to find the mother of Jean and asked her, Do you give me your son now? Not knowing what was happening, Mrs. Chappas answered, Yes. Then Dr. Phil went to the edge of the bed where Jean's body was laying. He focused and resurrected him by saying, Jean, I give you back your soul. Then Jean Chappas followed some studies that allowed him to be, obtain a diploma of naval captain. Oh, I guess it just it skips the part where he's revived and goes to school. Okay. The next paragraph is this. He uh, Then he got a diploma of naval captain oh. at 15. He was... Became his privileged disciple. Can't do that if you're dead. Um, Jean uh, was on uh, trial a couple times for illegal practice of medicine. Huh. Mm. Who figured? Which I believe uh, Dr. Phil was as well. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, if the French king is like, that dude sucks. That dude sucks. I also just imagine that for the French king to feel that way, either lots of people were like, hey, this dude is not cool. President. I think France has a president at this point. Isn't that what I said? Oh, I said king? Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry. For the president to know that either lots of people had to be like, that dude's not cool, 
or he had to like have tried with the president and he was like no mm-hmm. you're a buffoon you're a buffoon that's the story of Dr. Dark Phil of the alternative universe except for it was this universe it was this universe well he was terrible maybe it, maybe it was um, our timeline's Dr. Phil who goes back and becomes a charlatan why would you... I'm st- I can't get over him and telling Alexandra she was pregnant. Uh-huh. Why would you do that? I don't know. Because it's what she wants more than anything. I know, It gives you power like, over her. How likely do you have to think logically that that's going to happen? Because you're banging her. It doesn't matter. Uh, it still is, like, getting pregnant, especially for royals, because of all the bloodlines is so hard mm-hmm. that it's like... He had to have known that, like, the chances of her actually being pregnant, getting pregnant in that time, were really low. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, it almost seems like he's just being a jerk to them. And, like, trying to make them look bad. Which is weird, because he's getting such a benefit from them in general. It's strange that he would go that far, but maybe it's just he needed the, like, grandiose push. Yeah, or he was drinking his own Kool-Aid. I mean, maybe, but also lots of con artists. I mean, it's... You're kind of, like, stressed 24-7, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they almost have to push the envelope forward to, like, just get people to stop focusing on the previous thing. Yeah. Which might have been it, too. Anyway. Anyway. That's Dr. Dr. Magic Phil and the Russian Emperors. Now we've presented you with France's best and worst doctors <laughs> that they've ever had to offer. Uh, I bet we could find some worse ones. No, it's not. Because he's, he's not really a medical doctor. No. It's, he's it's just a, terrible. It's an honorary degree. Does it even practice medicine? I think it's all just, like, occult stuff. Probably. I mean, he resurrects people just like Jesus. Mm, that is pretty medical. Also, like, about that, I'm like, how long was it from his death to his burial is my other question. Mm-hmm. What was the source for that? Because it wasn't the same source as his, um, could just be a lie. Uh, I mean, it's about Jean, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, could just be a fat lie. Because, like, that was the whole thing when Jesus resurrected Lazarus, Mm -hmm. um... The Jews had a thing where they didn't bury their dead for, like, seven days to make sure that they were dead. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they had the problem of burying live people because it's kind of hard sometimes to tell if people are dead in ancient times. Yeah, in modern times sometimes. It's true. And so uh, they would wait seven days, or six days, I think, and then on the seventh day they would bury them. So, like, Jesus waited until... Everyone was sure that Lazarus was dead before he raised him back up. That's um, why a lot of uh, cultures and societies have waiting times where you wait with the body. Right. Or like they used to have the bells. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's why I'm like, if they only waited a couple days, I mean, he might have just who, been in a coma or something. Who knows? With the way that article uh, was written, it sounded like it could have been minutes. Right. It's... Yeah. Which is not not real Jesusing. No. 
It reminds me of um, in The Avengers. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen The Avengers from seven years ago. <laughs> um, but in The Avengers, when uh, when Tony comes, like, falls out of the sky, right, because he went to the black hole, mm-hmm. and then Hulk just screams at him, and he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I give you back your soul! <laughs> that's, what, that's what he's saying in Hulk language. <laughs> and he's like, Argh! Oh god! I, I love it because everybody around is like. It reminds me of that too, because like everyone around is like, "Oh no, he's not waking up. What do we do?" And Hulk is like, <laughs> "Scream at him!" And then it's like everybody's like, "Oh no, he's dead!" And he's like, "Let me scream at him for a minute." Wait, I'll give you back your soul. I speak, Tony. One moment. Ah. Oh, did we do it? We did it. Oh, great! And he's like so stressed <laughs> out when he wakes up, which makes sense. It's like the first, it's like when you're birthed into the world and your mother is screaming to get you out. Yeah. Ah, why is it so loud here? Why does the world hate me? Yeah. Um, anyway. Or like when I popped out of the water from when I was drowning um, underneath the river that I was stuck in when we went river rafting. Mm-hmm. By we, I mean my family and I. Yeah, I wasn't involved. Haley was not there. And uh, I got trapped under a waterfall for like, probably like, one and a half or two minutes, long time. And I went around twice, so I got I, I got a breath in there because I can't hold my breath very long. Um, but the one I finally popped out properly and stayed up. Um, the first thing I heard was someone screaming, "Grab the rope!" at me, and I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I was like immediately scared, like more scared than when I was underwater. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, "I'm sorry." <laughs> Don't yell at me. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. The boat flipped over. It's not my fault. (laughs) Any final words? Um, You know, stay away from charlatans. If you can. Just because they say it'll cleanse you doesn't mean it will. If something says it's a cure-all, unless it's like modern medicine, it's probably wrong. Mm -hmm. Also, be very skeptical on the uh, modern medicine umbrella. Make sure... Your doctor has a real diploma. Right. Um, I just remembered Alexandra is a doctor. Or in yeah. the medical field. Mm-hmm. That's why she's into yeah. Ambrose, and that's why I'm sure she's going to yeah. be into Dr. Phil. Your man and mine, Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. You know who's not a real medical doctor, I don't think? Dr. Phil. Um, he's, uh, he has a... Does he have a degree? He has a, it's a, it's not a medical degree. More than it doesn't count. It's um, a doctorate in psychology. That doesn't. Doesn't. You don't get a, it's not the same. Mm. When, not for what he's doing. Not for He's not doing psychology. Unless you mean mind tricks. I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny, because if you think about, like, pseudosciences right now, mm-hmm. like, Obviously, there's, like, weird crystal things and, like, some things with, like, natural paths and stuff that you're like, that's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to think about some things, you know, like, that, like, current science, like, does not completely accept as science, like psychology sometimes, which mm-hmm. I get. But at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, if you're testing and there are observable patterns, like... It's not saying it works for everybody, just like all medication doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Or, like, um... Like chiropractic, like your chiropractic stuff, I didn't realize was so um, debated, so questioned. Right. Mm-hmm. I always just thought that that was like, yep, they will fix you. 
Right. Like, or, like, not fix you, but, like, it helps. We both, like, started, like, stretching, stretching and, like, moving Ooh. moving our shoulders and our necks as soon as we uh, started talking about it. Or, like, it. like, same with, like, massage therapy, right? Sure. It's weird that a lot of people think that's not, like, a real science, which I understand because it's not, like, gonna, you know, fix your life or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, when, like, my friend Lane is a massage therapist and when he talks about it it's like very scientific um like for body parts and like what nerves are connected to what and like language and everything and i'm like oh yeah like he was at like kate had her shoulder messed up and he was asking her like if any of her fingers were numb or looked like they hurt and which ones because then he would know which spot in her shoulder was a problem and Mm -hmm. i was like "Hmm." cool yeah which I'm sure is, like, a scientific thing, but I was, like, you know, I, I felt a little bit like this. I was, like, magical. Because <laughs> I don't know anything about it. <laughs> right, basically. Because every, everything, you know, which which I shouldn't maybe bag on them so much because, like, like the Romanovs. Um, because if, it feels a little bit like all the knowledge that you don't have is magical. Yeah. When you hear someone else talk about it so mm-hmm. succinctly. It's the, the rule of... Uh, I want to say sci-fi. It's any uh, sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Right. Goes with any knowledge. Right. Like, do I really, really understand, like, things to do with planes? I mean, vaguely, but not enough that I could Mm -hmm. explain it satisfactorily to a child. I do like... It's basically magic. (laughs) I do, like, kind of with really old planes. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the sure. first plane, yeah. <laughs> I decently understand. Now planes, no. yeah. Why do you need to turn your phone off? It's magic. Yeah, your magical phone signals will kill the plane. It interferes with signals, but like I don't understand any of the signal things. And I know it doesn't actually matter because people don't turn their phone off all the time, and the plane still doesn't crash. Um, Maybe but, it, like but if, I do it anyway. If you're aware of it, then the magic begins to work. So stupid. <laughs> if you can believe it, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. Well, any final words now? No, I it. Okay. <laughs> if you can believe it, you can achieve it. Uh, if you take anything from this episode, that's what you should think. If you're Nick- you know what Nick be- or Nick believed it, and so Doctor Phil achieved it. It's true. Be like Doctor Phil, no. but be use your powers for good. Maybe? No, no, just don't be Dr. Phil. No, no I, there's nothing redeemable no. about him. Be like Ambrose Paré. <laughs> he was a humble, uh, scientific, wonderful man. Mm-hmm. And who didn't, who wasn't F buddies with any royalty, but no. uh, to his benefit, I feel. And became the surgeon of the king when he couldn't read Greek or Latin, so. See, if I was Suck a. Suspicious person instead of a scientific person. Mm-hmm. I would posit that Doctor Darkfill murdered Europe with his D. You mean his doctorate? Uh-huh. <laughs> his big. Anyway, big bye. Uh, yep, you you know all the stuff about how to get in touch with us. Facebook emails on the Facebook emails on the website. Website hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm, where most of you listen to this, so you should know. So you should know. All the links are there. Guess what? You uh, already know, but I'm going to tell you anyway on this. Chicken butt. No. We what? have over 500 listens in Japan. 
Oh, hell yeah, Japan. We had like, and it jumped up to like 530, and I think mm-hmm. we only had 30 listens that day. I think they were all in Japan. <laughs> it was so weird. Hell yeah, Japan. But we love you, Japan. Do you want to be uh, on first name basis with us? Yeah. Email us uh, email and we'll us. talk about you. We've already talked about Alexandra twice. Yeah. Two episodes. We're glad that you emailed us, Alexandra, because we were a little bit worried that Putin had found you, uh, but he's not. So. That's good. Or he's faking your emails, but he's doing a really what good job. What if it's Putin? What if it's been Putin the whole time? <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's hacking any emails like that and caring that much. I hope not. I want to stay far away from Putin. <laughs> uh, if it is Putin, that's weird. See, like, I want to go to the Rasputin Town Museum, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go to Russia because Putin. Like, I have to wait till Putin dies. Yeah. Like I want to go see other stuff that's cool in Russia, but I don't want to see Putin. And I don't think I'm going to see him, but just being that close to him makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to see him. <laughs> what if he takes his shirt off near me? Ugh, what he's if on I, a horse. What if I have to see his nasty, his saggy white flesh? I don't want it. He thinks he's a cowboy, but he's not. It's like I want to go to Cuba, but like Castro's are still in charge. It's true. And it's like, ugh. You're no better than Fidel. Just go to the tip of Florida and look. I can't even believe that Fidel died. He didn't. Bum, bum, bum. One of his clones did, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, bye. bye.